Weird Things is brought to you by patreon.com slash weird things. Support the show. Hello and welcome to the Weird Things podcast. I'm Andrew Main. Just me. Just me today, folks. Wait a minute. Wait, Why? Wait. Shh. Can 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 I join you? Yeah. Ooh. <sighs> All right, Brian, you're in. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, yeah. Okay, because wait, it's wait, always uh, been just uh, the two of us. Excuse me. Excuse me, so, though. Can I please be yes, a part of it? Yes, yes, yeah. Heckler. Bryce can join us, too. Thank okay. you. Well, well, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, Brian, I let you in. Yeah. Now you're just letting people in? No, like, I'm, uh, I'm re-letting Bryce back in. Tumbleweed he's, sounds. He's, he's barely people. It's, uh, Cactus he, he, Weird Al. Weird Al Bryce now with the hair let down. <laughs> I'm okay with this. It's, I'm it's cool with it. Good. I'm a big yeah. fan. I think it, it looks a, good. Thank you. I think it looks yeah. good. Yeah. You Hold should up. sell art supplies. Now, who are you? Who am I? Oh. Uh, my name is Justin Robert Young. I'm, a, I'm one of the co-hosts. I, I was here for a few weeks, and now I'm back. Welcome back. Hey! Ah. Hell of a way to get welcomed so, back. So, so, so we're doing like early Beatles. Uh, oh, come give me die a hand. All those old songs. Hey! What? Who is it? Pete. Pete who? Pete Best. Oh, Sorry. No, no, no. 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 Who's that? Stuart. Stuart who? Wait, not no, no, no. I did four, I did take four. a train through Hamburg. Delicious. Mm. Mm-hmm. You go uh, like work on your set there, you yeah, know, yeah, in the early, underground to get really good before right. just jumping back to America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cut d- your teeth. So, so is this your your uh uh Justin Mania moment where it's like uh <laughs> you finally come to the United States? Yep. Yeah, I'm fi- I'm breaking through. We're, I'm breaking through. Like, I've, oh! I've, I've, gone, I've gone across the pond, and uh, me and Ed Sullivan's going to have me on his podcast a little bit later, and, <laughs> uh, and maybe, the world's, world's never going to be the same. Uh, quick question. What did you mean when you were saying that you were better than Jesus Christ? I think it was bigger, self-explanatory. Bigger. <laughs> oh, oh, he said he was okay. Right, bigger. Bigger. bigger, Brian. Yeah, totally yeah. bigger, bigger. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, because people are bigger now. Well, also, yes, yeah, compared yeah, to historically. The, the in the manger, baby. <laughs> like, yeah, I could dunk on baby Jesus. I really feel that. <laughs> I mean, we might have to lower the rim, but but he's not going to be able to get up there and block it. <laughs> Hell no. Uh uh-uh. uh He's got no game. <laughs> exactly. I'll knock. I'll knock the frankincense out of that child. <laughs> Welcome back. Just dump that basketball right on his head. This is why we sent you to the European League. Exactly, <laughs> I know. This is why we sent you off there because of this this off court behavior. That's well, just well, and and I guess now we can finally announce the secret mis- mission mm-hmm. that that Justin was on. Yep, we can. Oh uh, yeah, the the secret mission. Yes, as as we all know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Duh. We're here in America. <laughs> uh huh. And Justin. It, I was, was in Europe. Uh, yep. Yeah. In, in 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 England and right? and the Netherlands. And what did you discover in jolly old Europe? That old fog co- uh, continent. When you're in Holland, yes, they call the people the Dutch. Yes, and not Hollandaise. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's. I'm gonna mark that down as one observation. Two thumbs up. One observation. What other <laughs> observational moments? You want did me you to have? follow up? Come on! I feel like I, I feel like I, I neatly got us out of that bit. Oh no! I mean, you landed it so well. It's just like now I want to now I want to see loop de loops and stuff. It's a fully reusable. You know, it's like we have a uh, weird story. Isn't that what happens on this show? We do. Hey, uh, do you know, a man came you know, back from all Europe. Babies are made in Scandinavia. When a man and a woman love each other very much, they lay together and then they say, we are finished. So uh, I got some. Uh, you ever? I loved it. You guys want to take a trip to the uh, the supermarket? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, let's at these snacks. I, 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 we, we, better, we better hustle at these prices. That's true. Uh, let's get some snacks. Let's go to the the snack aisle, mm-hmm. like chips and all that sort of stuff. Uh, yep. Uh, Bryce, I want you to just pick something out. Pick something out. Put in the cart. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get some of these uh, Snyder's pretzels. Can I get the little, oh, little cool. pre- snack pretzels? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. 
Uh, we'll do a movie night too, just so you know. We're gonna watch Ooh. a movie. Oh, figure good. Out what we're gonna watch. Good, good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Justin, what do you want to get? Oh, I'm getting uh, a a a family bag of Sun Chips. Ooh, Sun Chips. Ooh, That's a great good. Sun Chips. Good. Yeah. And get the family bag so it's not as loud as a little crinkly. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we can yeah. pour it out into a bowl or something. <sighs> nice, quiet. Bowl. Yeah, my my brother would crack up because my dad and I he'd watch my dad and I walk into a movie theater and we'd get like he'd get the, the movie theater candy, which was the box with the bag inside. And he'd see me. I'd open up the box. I'd take out the bag, rip open the bag, and dump the bag into the box so it would be quiet, so it wouldn't crinkle. Oh, and nice. my dad would walk through there, take the box through the box, we just have the bag. And that just, my brother was hysterical because, <laughs> like, my dad, like, and I'm, like, trying to be quiet and just the study in contrast. Uh, Brian? Brian, what are you going to get? Well, I... I uh, Snack time! Not for me, but... It's not for you! But it, but it seems like everybody's always asking if I have any, and the answer is no, so I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and pick up a full bar of Delta 8 THC-infused chocolate, just in case. A lot of just people asking me if you got the Delta. A lot of uh, uh, all I know is... is, is uh, you love to fly and it shows. No, people love <laughs> to give me those. So oh. I assume I should have them to give back out. It's like, it's like I don't want to be the old lady with pennies on it's Halloween. A, it's <laughs> the millennial take a penny, leave a penny. Yeah, right? <laughs> Wait, do you have a problem with too many people giving you Delta 8 uh, edibles? Uh, real quick. Uh, uh, Find a problem. While, while I was gone. <laughs> pic picture 10 people who you know I know. Uh, who some of whom run vape shops? Uh, <laughs> oh, gotcha! Uh, and then they're they're just constantly uh, 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 gifting me chocolates. Huh? Yeah. Well, that's a All that's right. a that's a burden. Well, I mean, <laughs> right, I mean well, not if I have a hookup of somebody who wants to have them. Yeah, <laughs> wants to have chocolates. Yeah. So back to our movie night snack yeah. snack aisle. Mm -hmm. in, in We're watching two thousand one, right? Brian, yeah, Brian's hippie hippie friends and whatever those hippies do these days um hippies everywhere that's all uh -huh. i see it uh yeah hey, brian okay. grab something for now what are you gonna put in the cart uh i i'll do something for you i'll, I'll do a reese's mm. Ooh, a reese the reese's cups the reese's little yeah, yeah. what do you think pieces reese's pieces or, or the real cups? real reese's reese's real cups. is reese's nice. gotcha they're good cups because okay. right. if you do it right you, you you take your finger and you poke it and you you, you like have a divot that becomes it becomes like just a, a cylinder right okay and, and then you all right what else what else we got this some more we got some more room in the cart Oh, yeah, I would say some Mike and Ike's. Oh, Mike and Ike's, yeah. Oh, good. Let's talk we're not in that aisle yet. Actually, Smallies, we're, still in the, we're, still, we're still in the chip, chip aisle. Oh, in the I'll chip aisle. Oh, okay. What about yeah. a cool, cool Ranch? Some Doritos? Maybe. Oh, Cool Ranch is good. Cool it's good. Ranch. Oh, uh, 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 do you guys know in, in, in Europe? Oh, boy. Oh, cool Ranch. It. Cool Ranch is original Doritos. Oh, I thought, it was, I thought they called it American. Uh, uh, no, I thought they called it like Chip Royale. <laughs> Which is Royale yeah. with ranch. Royale, Royale with Royale ranch. ranch. <laughs> uh, what, what? Anybody? Anything else for movie night? We want to add in there. You know, I mean, uh, we need a movie, right? Oh, I would say popcorn. We'll Let's is popcorn okay. in this aisle? I mean, we're we're watching yeah, a movie, the, right? Yeah, the microwave's broken though. Okay, we get a pre-pop. We get the big pack of pre-pop. Yeah, yeah pre-pop right. popcorn. Yeah. Who who grabbed that? Who's got that? I do. Uh, cool. All right. Anything else that we want? Anything else? We'll get some sodas and stuff too. Anything else? No, well, I'm getting suspicious now. Do you want anything, Andrew? No. We I don't think we asked you. If yeah, we, you I didn't did, get the anything. Cool, cool Ranch. Cool Ranch is cool with me, guys. I mean, I might get some of those like tor the, the tortilla chips that are shaped like a bowl so you can just put sauce in them. Oh, the scoops. The scoops. Yeah. The scoops. Like, yeah. Brilliant. Good, it took like the, a thousand years. Bean dip. Oh, yeah. a dip? Yeah, a dip. The bean dip's good. Bean dip, you look at that like, what? And you open up and then like, oh, it's so good. Some bean dip. I'm getting that. I'm going to guacamole. Oh. All right, cool. All right, pushing the card out to the store. Doot, doot, doot. Yeah, listen to um, Hey, the movie night. scanning stuff. Beep. Delta 8 THC chocolate <laughs> bar. Looks <laughs> good. <laughs> Editorializing from the self-checkout line. <laughs> so uh, uh, we, we, we checked out. Now it's time for movie night. Everybody's got their snacks. Yeah, oh, I'm sitting in, getting in. I'm getting, um, all, getting all cozy. I'm turning the lights out or down. Yeah. Hey, uh, question hmm. um uh care to guess who has the snake 
Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you, there was a snake that crawled its way into one of these items. Oh, I'm going to bet oh, it's no. not. Oh, no. I was the only one who got the family size. <laughs> that means if it's so, me, uh, it's the biggest snake. Oh. <laughs> a Virginia woman discovered a snake inside a bag of that she got at a grocery store. And apparently what happened is that there was a hole and maybe like a mouse got inside of there and the mouse ate the chips and then a snake got, it wasn't chips though. It was popcorn, Justin. Oh no! Never buy the pre-popped popcorn. Never buy the pre-popped popcorn because you can pop it yourself. So we're Except using this as a, a yeah, yeah, I was going to say. We're, 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 <laughs> I love that you've turned this into a fable about laziness. <laughs> That if if, if, just, if you don't have the gumption to pop your own popcorn, then the asp will haunt you. It's whoever, a, it's a, it's, whoever it's, it's gets the popper madness of of whoever uh, gets the the pre pop popcorn goes. Oh, it's so good! It's so much better than like the fresh. Yeah, popcorn. No yeah, one yeah, says yeah, no, that. no, no, no. The 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 aged white cheddar, yeah. New England, the fancy. Mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. a different it's a different product. I mean, it's, it's cold versus hot. Right, but the the ones in the bag that that you grabbed are also quote unquote cold popcorn. Yeah, because I was told that we didn't have a microwave. Yeah, we, yeah. So I so and by the way, you're the one who said that you're the one who suggested it. Ding dong! It was movie night. We're gonna have movie night without popcorn. Well, yeah, but no, all of a sudden there's a snake in the in, in in the bag, and it's my popcorn. Where before I was just suggesting we get popcorn, and you're like, fine, 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 we'll get the cold popcorn. This is our snake. I I, I will take a fifty percent responsibility okay. for bringing a snake to movie night. I'll take you the have snake. to take. You have to hold the other half of this L. All right, I'll take the Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is from, this is reported by foxnews.com. A Virginia woman's trip to the grocery store took an unexpected turn on Thursday when she was startled by a snake in her shopping cart. Hello. <laughs> uh, how, how big in? I wonder, like, like, so is there a threshold for which the size of the snake would be, like, adorable? Uh, or, or would you always be startled, even if it was just a little baby snake, would you be startled and try to step on it? I mean, no, a little little worm snake. That that that's hilarious. You yeah, look at you. You'd probably still ask for a uh, a refund on your item, even if it were a tiny snake. Yeah, but I'd also ask to keep the snake, right? You'd want to keep the snake. Well, yeah. Like we always go to the same restaurant on Mondays. Yes. If we went to that restaurant, yes, which we love, yes, and and no judgment to them, but a snake was on your plate. And it was a small one, so it didn't startle you. You would request to take the snake back here to the studio? Uh, nah, nah, no. No, I, <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would bravely throw it away. Just, would you make it? Uh, <laughs> Bra- that sounds, that's actually pretty, that is braver than I would. I would not touch it. I would run away. You would not oh, have really? it in your hands. No, hell no. Absolutely not. I would grab the snake. No, thank you. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have a little snake in your in your hands, and then make a little a little uh, wish and give it a little oh. kiss, oh. and then and then throw it into but, but, the field. But, but, but like, have you have you seen a worm snake? They're they're pink. They look like worms, and they got the big eyes. I don't love worm smiles. And uh, I know noted worm love, aficionado Bryce Castillo. Yeah, I love worms. I love wishes. <laughs> I, I love cr- uh, uh, unhinging my jaw. Worm, worms and wishes is a young adult uh, coming of age novel. Judy Blooms. It's very Judy Bloom. <laughs> I mean, so so. Uh, okay, what if they say, "Ah, oh, we have to rehome this snake," but for every day you keep him, uh, you get to eat a free meal on the house. Where? What house? Which house? The, the, the restaurant. International house. No, it better be international. Yeah, like uh, the same restaurant that we go to, right? Okay. Yeah, just uh, just just show up with the bowl. Let us know, old Wiggly's okay, and you get a free meal. So just flash the snake. Yeah. And you would get a free meal at that restaurant. I do feel like that's you a would crime. keep the snake in that case. Oh, forever. <laughs> just, I, I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, I would befriend him. I, I would. When he passed away, I'd get a tattoo of of old, old Wiggly. All right, wait a minute, Bryce. Yes, you've got to keep a snake in your pocket. I uh, have to. Uh, is there a restaurant that exists on Earth? Let's imagine that it is mm-hmm. physically in your in your reach. Yeah. 
Uh, and every time that you go there, if you produce uh, the little snake that they <laughs> gave to you in this weird version of of a, of a life, like you would have to present it to them, and they'd be like, "All oh, right, this way, Mister Castillo," oh. and then they would feed you whatever you wanted. Ooh, like this makes me want to. Is, make- is there is there a restaurant? Is is there a restaurant that you could think of? <laughs> is it bad that like Taco it's- Bell? Taco first. Bell. Yes. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Of course it was Taco it Bell. It would be Taco Bell. I'd do it in the drive through like an annual benefit of like $2,000. It would be so little. It, it would, would be nothing. <laughs> if you combined every meal you ate at Taco Bell, it would it would probably be about $2,500. Yeah, yeah, more or less. But I'd have a little snake because then I could keep it in the car. I now, only really need to present it. Now you want a snake. You'd be okay with the snake before you were scared about the snake. If it meant free TV. <laughs> You've set up a good hypothetical. You have an actual problem. Uh, Andrew, uh, uh, while you were uh, uh, having technical difficulties, we have created a conundrum where uh, you're eating at your favorite restaurant. Uh, a snake shows up on your plate. And for whatever reason, the way that the, the uh, restaurant wants to make it up to you is to say, well, look, we love this snake very much, so we care about it being taken care of. If you just show us that the snake is healthy physically, whenever you come to our restaurant, we will give you free food. Is there a restaurant for which you would be willing to make that bargain? What do you, what do you mean show that the snake is healthy? So like you would yeah, you like, would like, you'd, like, you'd, you'd, yeah. you'd, you'd bring it in every time yeah. that you wanted to uh, uh, eat there. I have to take care of a snake? Yes. It's like a pasta pass, but you have to feed it. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. in a little goldfish Here's bowl. Here's the thing pasta pass. about snakes. Okay. Yes. Here's the thing about snakes. If you go look at that evolutionary tree and you look at biology, mm-hmm. we're like way, way, way. They, they are, they, snakes only look at people as a source of food or source of heat. Anybody right. who tells you, oh, my snake like, no, no, I'm sorry. It just, it's incapable of doing that. You might as well tell me you have ESP and talk to your snake, you know, with your mind. But you, you wouldn't be adventures. in this for love. You'd be in this it's for the transactional. For, yeah, yeah. Transactional for the food, You'd man. You'd be there you, for the dollars. No. You, you could, you could treat him like a prisoner. Like, like they just need to know that, that, that the snake's alive. <laughs> like a prisoner, you know, the yeah. classic thing that we do with our pets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm, no, no, there's no, not, there's not no, a single no. restaurant. No. What if, Your what favorite if the restaurant, restaurant was was Shakey's? Yes. Like I'm like the first thing goes in my head, my head like my favorite is nobody judge, but Arby's. Like I'm a big Arby's fan. I'm yeah. one of those. They got the meats. I'm thinking Arby's. They got the meats. You should yeah, see if they have, I, if they I can just, get mouse for your little guy. A little, instead of a yeah, pup cup, like, it's like a snake. It's like a snake cup. I'd be like goodbye Arby's. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Well, no, this, this would you, only, know, you you could still pay with money. This is just the ability to get free Yeah, it's not like they say no, I, show up with our masks. Oh, 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 so so you're saying that if you found a snake in an in in an Arby's, let alone near your food, you'd be like, I'm sorry, dude, I'm I'm out. Uh no, I mean, if there was a snake nearby, but if you're telling me I got to take care of a snake or whatever yeah. to get Arby's, for, no, like like I free have free Arby's. I do yeah. think I do things in life to avoid. I work and do things to avoid uncomfortable situations. Yeah, mm. you know. So, like to me, it's like things I don't want to do. You and, and, and like taking having, taking care of a small care, little right. snakey. Not having on, a not snake on, inside my house. Yeah, not, not. I've held snakes. You know, picked up snakes. Whatever. I go. Hey, cool. I have a friend. I have a friend who has a uh, get this a snake farm. Oh, and uh, Donald Schultz, who was the supervising producer for my Shark Week special. He actually raises snakes as he uses them to get anti-venom. So they're shark, they're snakes that prey on other snakes. Like they'll like eat, they'll eat poisonous snakes and they have in their blood like an anti-venom. So he's got this whole thing and you like, you just see, he'll like, he'll have this big cabinet and it'll be like these drawers and he pulls out a drawer, just a bunch of snakes, just a bunch of snakes, like drawer after drawer filled with snakes. Oh. Which, yeah, imagine being a cat burglar sneaking into that place. Yeah. I've, and we're, and weirdly so, uh, enough, he had a brochure for an Arby's franchise. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. I, I saw a TikTok that was from like a sanctuary, a zoo, or a, some sort of animal rescue. Sanctuary? <laughs> we're just going to do all of them, aren't we? And they were keeping <laughs> them in like pl- these like plastic cabinets like you would get from Target. Yeah, just what he your, had. Just, yeah. Z- 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 yeah. It's, uh, it was kind of cool because I guess they don't need a lot of space. They like the dark. In some cases, I don't. 
I don't know what disturbs me more. That sounds a lot more. like you, Bryce. <laughs> you feed them Taco Bell. I, yeah, he doesn't need a lot of space. Enjoys the enjoys the night hours. <laughs> I don't know what disturbs me more that they're kept like this, or that the snakes might be like totally cool with it. That like, oh, yeah, no, my my world is just a little box. It's fine. Cool. I mean, how how many times have we heard of just like a gang of snakes living underneath the house, and they seem like they're getting along fine and dandy? Yeah, well, but they they're always, doing they other stuff. Sound like there. they're in the middle of 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 you know, uh, uh, ladies' night. Yeah, it's like a snake orgy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But isn't that great? Don't right? snakes that's, that's, like that's orgies? That's plus, plus, plus. Well, I mean, have you, for, are we for, being steak Puritans? For, are yeah. We, are for, we Puritanical? first night, maybe. Is it a very boring orgy? And then maybe, you know, around, uh, like, you know, the fourth or fifth day, doesn't doesn't one of you want to go see Nope? <laughs> And and then all of a sudden it's like oh you're leaving maybe I, not I, though maybe that's what separates us from snakes the only thing maybe. that separates us from snakes <laughs> is 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 the uh, stamina they, they don't want to see a Jordan Peele movie yeah, yeah. Like, no, no. <laughs> it could be uh, I'm looking at just Google News and snakes uh, I don't know who Deep is but uh, keep your distance D E E P warns residents to stay away from snakes. Department of Environmental Protection. Uh, we oh, need no, another. No, no, e. no, no, no. Uh, of, 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 of. Ecological? Eels. Uh, eels. 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 Department of Eels. Herps. Deherps. Derps. Department of Energy and Environmental Protection is what some people would say it is, uh, but we all know. Yeah. We know it's eels. Department of Eels. eels. Diamondbacks, eels. More eels and pythons. There you go. Yep. That's it. <laughs> Got it. The more is silent. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, they say, hey, keep your distance. Stay away from snakes. I that agree. is a state agency I can get behind. That's good advice. Hey, snakes, better off, better off alone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, kids. DJ Alice says snakes are better off alone. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I know, I know what you're thinking. Snakes are cool, and they're they're your best friend. Uh, they'll help you buy a Trans Am. Well, don't cut, believe cut the it. video. Brian with a snake whirling it over his head, going woo woo, <laughs> just like having a good time. <laughs> Continue. That's just a video. For no, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Virtual. it zooms in on the snake, uh, uh, and the and the snake is smoking a little cigarette, and, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, faster. <laughs> 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 He starts making the noise like that noisemaker. What is the biggest, uh, let's say not in your room or apartment, but adjacent to it. What is the largest sized pet snake you could tolerate knowing is there? So if you live in a house, picture the house next door. If you live in an apartment, picture an adjoining apartment. Mm. If you live uh, in, in a dorm room, picture the next dorm room over. Oh, oh, just something in, in your vicinity. So correct. you don't it doesn't live with you, correct. it just lives next you, door to you. Right. And and yes, picture that kind of guy or girl mm. who has that snake. What, what, how big? How big are you comfy? Pretty big. If it's not my house. Not my snake. I don't want to. So my 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 instinct is much like Bryce. However, we do have tiny little birds. I don't know if snakes eat birds. Yes, yes, they do. Snakes eat birds. Snakes eat birds. They love them. Well, if that's the case, then I know that Ashley would probably not want a snake that would be big enough to eat our birds. Again, a worm snake is is so tiny. Very small. So tiny. There's like a, you could juggle. Although right? I guess our birds can fly. Well, yeah. that would be that would be a problem <laughs> for the snake. But, uh, They're uh, also in your house, protected by walls yeah, but, and doors. Uh, right, but I'm gonna also show you some nature documentaries. Climb up and where then they, they jump from trees down onto yeah, birds. Yeah, but this this is a domesticated snake we're talking about. This isn't some all oh, pro. Uh, no such yeah, animal. Domesticated snakes, because you know the Assyrians, the famous snake domesticators, which is why we've got all those snake shows of those fancy snake breeds that are so well trained. We're saying they they don't have a lot of experience chasing birds is all. We need we need the I'm Westminster because if because if you're showing yeah, me some videos you... of a nature a nature documentary, then these are snakes that kill birds on the reg. 
this this Bobo suburban snake that uh, <laughs> in this metaphor, you know, Noah's uh, um, is 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 his snake elbow from his snake butthole. Well, even if it's not a pet, right? I mean, as a human, as a human who has a a snake, oh. you would have to exert. I some do would like to make sure everyone it. knows I, that I my points are made as a human. <laughs> To such great YouTube videos as Gigantic Snake Eats Up Sleeping Baby Birds. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. I mean, it's a gigantic well, hold on. snake. It, it might be a surprise twist at the end. No, Let's find it's, out. It, it says what it Why is. Why is it 20 the... minutes also? I, I don't need to see this. That's a lot of baby birds. Oh, oh good golly. It. No. Oh, geez. Oh. Yeah. Wow. They sh- okay, they're going to they're show a lot of that. Like, we, I don't think I can. We're not. I don't That violates TOS. That's, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, those are baby birds. birds and- a king snake is believed to eat in canaries in a woman's home. Well, so that How one, did you, that how one, get in the that home? Monster horror snake right eats out. parakeet alive. All right. I don't want that one there either. Yeah. I want a smaller it's, snake. It's actually a joke video. It's a, a snake puppet. But still, oh, no. So. Well, wouldn't you want a bigger snake? Well, then I don't want a snake puppet neither. Would you want a bigger snake or a smaller snake? Because the smaller snake can get through doors and cracks and mm, all the little bits. bigger snake can wrap around your neck at night and strangle you to death. Not if it can't get under the door. Not if it can't open the Price, door handle. You, you're yeah. thinking it like liter- a big okay, if it's big enough, it literally, we have videos. Go ahead, do a YouTube search <laughs> for large snakes opens door handles. Doors. <laughs> and you have vents and other stuff, and doors get left open. Like your your security protocols, Bryce, frightening. <laughs> okay, I, I, I I'm just, not accepting judgment on my opsec at this time. But <laughs> I okay. So a this is. Uh, this, this is a seems snake totally open. safe. Here's Look Bryce's house. You're We're looking at video of Bryce's oh house. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I I don't have a, a handle. I have a, door, I, have a, I have a I have a round knob. So oh, I've defeated the snakes because <laughs> you went from I have a door. Well, I have a door knob, <laughs> and it's not like what you expect it to be able to wrap its body around in some sort of articulated way and turn a knob. No, but I don't expect it to pick a lock either. I'm saying yeah. it again. Yeah. I, I I would I would be really impressed if it knew my 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 keypad door code <laughs> with its, its little snake snout like well like listen Bryce Bryce doesn't have a toilet because we know snakes can crawl through toilets so he's fine <laughs> well oh 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 sorry I, you do I, I guess I yeah sorry this is it's a, been a slumdog millionaire you man you just got to Bryce Bryce how many snakes would have to come out of your toilet before you'd be scared <laughs> one. Oh, okay. One, but not zero. Not zero. Not zero. So the not concept zero. of snakes coming out of your toilet would, yeah, you are, you are fu- solid. Uh, yeah, I'm, you are, you are, you are Clint Eastwood what? on that. That's a one write it snake up in out a of a toilet. I'm wearing diapers for life. Right. The first one. <laughs> the first one. Nothing. I may start now. Now that I think about it, like why take that chance? If anybody a asks, chance. you just say, uh, "Well, I'm in the astronaut program." <laughs> That's yeah, just training, your always answer. Not snake related, not at all. I don't have an unusual phobia of snakes. Totally not that. Astronaut. I like that. Yeah. 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 I'm an astronaut. Not nope. a snake phobic weirdo. <laughs> or or a gonzo writer for a skateboarding magazine. One or the other. <laughs> uh uh well here, here's something that doesn't need much writing. Going to the URL www.patreon.com slash weird things. Because with that a little bit of uh, a digital penmanship. You can come to our subscription program for which you can support this very show. Well, what happens when you support this very show? Well, number one, a wave of self-satisfaction washes over you, knowing that you keep this show loud, live, and independent each and every Monday afternoon. Secondly, you get access to our After Things podcast before anybody else. That comes with a, a special RSS feed for which you never need to log into Ever, ever, ever again. Friends, patreon.com slash weird things. Walk the true path. So, you know, <laughs> you know who else apparently likes to eat birds? Uh, I don't like this line of conversation, but no, I don't. Uh, I, me? Yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Eggs? Or, you know, you, now, I guess the Riddler's here. I mean. <laughs> do, you, do you know where you don't find a lot of birds, apparently? Where? Space. China. What? Have you heard this? No. No. So, uh, look up, like, Google, like, China and birds. And so, it starts off with that, that crazy crackpot, Mao Zedong, who's like, hey, 
Uh, I'm not a farmer agrarian expert guy, and we're facing some issues here. So we're going to kill all the pests, including like certain kinds of birds, because we don't want them eating our grain. And so they basically dramatically reduce the bird population in China considerably, uh, which apparently birds who knew ate bugs that caused disease and so basically created the largest famine we've ever had, like 30 to 50 million people dead. And also some of them actually targeted whatever. They just didn't really talk about that a lot. But anyhow, um, after that, uh, not not a lot of birds. And like to this day, like you'll see like wide nets to catch birds in sort of wild places because they eat them. Like, I mean, like they like to eat like even small birds. So it's kind of been a cultural thing. And you talk to people who go there and it's like, yeah, you just don't see birds. Wow. So, so it's uh, uh, kung pao beef, shrimp, and that's it. Pork, pork, more pork okay. than beef. Yeah, more pork, pork than beef. Okay. Yeah. Chicken. Yeah, I mean it's really chicken. I mean chicken. Chicken's a big thing. But, 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 but we're fish, talking like, just like little, like like a fly, blue jay like, like little or, like wild yeah, birds. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like in the morning, so you hear you hear tweet tweet tweet. Out, out, out of your window. Oh, they're tweeting. Yeah, they, they don't hear yeah. that. They don't. They, they don't. They say people talk about like when you go from Hong Kong, which didn't do that, to China. Like the difference is stark. Like in Hong Kong, there's still birds, and when you see like wild birds in China, they're often migratory. So, so wait a minute. So are very, they are they still killing them? Or, or, still eating them? Yeah. Still well, no, 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 it's, no. It's, I mean, I mean, I mean, killing killing the 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 migratory birds or anything like that. No, they. I mean, they they will. I mean, they stopped the process of trying to kill them because they realized gotcha. it caused a extreme catastrophe. But you still have people like most of China. Like we don't we don't see China. We see I mean no. amazing cities, incredibly industrious, whatever. But half of China still lives in basically Cuba or lower sort of conditions, and so food is harder, food is scarcer. So you you know you'll eat wild birds. You put nets across stuff. People who like ride motorcycles and stuff will tell you like yeah, just you going through the you know the backwoods there. You're liable to run into nets and stuff and things like this. So. That is still a part of their, and I want to pass judgment because this is this has been part of their diet for a long time, and and not a speaking from you know some privileged sort of Western sort of perspective. I don't want to be disparaging, but it's it is a point part of the economic catastrophe of what was happened in the nineteen forties and fifties and sixties in China was this huge ecological collapse of like birds. So like it's just birds are much much rarer Jesus. there in this day. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That is that is yeah. uh, nuts that there is still well, a, a massive ecological ramification of that. Yeah, and it's you know we had you know we had a lot of our own versions of that too. You remember like we hunted the buffalo to extinction to starve Native Americans and to force them to move on. And so you look at that 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 is not a uniquely you know Chinese sort of thing. The idea of like one to true this dramatic sort of change to the to the ecosystem yeah. to achieve some political goal. Um, so our our hands are. Just as you know, right, should, should we do like a cultural exchange where we give them some birds and ask if they have any buffalo? Yeah, <laughs> water yeah. buffalo. I, I, after this segment, I know I will be a single issue voter from here on out. <laughs> we need a bird for buffalo exchange, a bilateral bird for buffalo exchange. B2B. I like to imagine they'll send over just a big mastiff dressed up as a buffalo. Like, oh, that'd be cool. That'd, that'd be, be adorable. Nah, that's the Had last time I once. ordered a buffalo on Wish. <laughs> we yeah. have buffaloes at home. The buffaloes at home. <laughs> I mean, if I ordered a buffalo, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get a buffalo. And then be like, oh, I don't really want. And then I get a mastiff, like, oh, thank God they sent me a mastiff. Well, now, and unlike buffalo that take quite a while to reach full adulthood and maturity, I would think that once you, you know, are in your second decade of whoopsie doodle, we killed all the birds. It wouldn't take that long to reintroduce birds, but I guess I guess I'm wrong. Well, it's not. Again, the problem is it's still part of eating, like part of like a lot of the rural villagers. It's part of the diet is just, you know, you find a bird, eat a bird. And so that's the hard part is that like the wild nets, poachers, whatnot are still decimating populations of birds. So it's, it's really hard for it to kind of make any kind of comeback because. Well, it's like North Korea. Like they say, like in North Korea, you just don't see any birds, period. Because because they all get need. Yeah, they're gonna eat. Wow. And you find a bird, you eat the bird. And again, this is survival strategy. No, no judgment. Yeah, yeah. literally. But from a governance point of view, like yeah, tons of judgment. Very judgmental. Extremely okay. judgmental. Question, Bryce. Yes. 
how many birds have to come out of your toilet <laughs> before you get scared? Yeah. Is the number still the same? Is it no. still one? It's two. <laughs> it's a it two would birds. be two. The second time a bird the comes out. The first time is a great matter? story. The first time, I'm telling everyone. I'm putting it on TikTok. I'm going on the Today Show. I'm telling Hoda Kotby about the bird. Yeah. Hoda, there was a bird in my collar. And this bird just came out of my toilet. <laughs> The second time is a problem. Second time is a is a is a trend. But wait, hold on. Would uh, you be scared, okay. or would the, you just? What or, if the bird was an ostrich? <laughs> oh, the first bird. Well, then I'd sell tickets. Then I would just sell tickets. Oh, <laughs> now you're now you're on now you're on the brushwood like, pivot. Right, the, 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 the the, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. hypothetical. Come see the ostrich Arr. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's no hypothetical situation that Brian doesn't turn into, uh, and then I become a, a sideshow free <laughs> traveling road show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that you'd be scared on the second bird. I feel like you mm. would. You would write a letter to your landlord. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> say, hey. Everyone gets a one. Everyone gets. Everyone one. has one bird appear <laughs> okay. spontaneously All from right. my toilet. How many fish? What type of fish? Uh, little minnows, little goldfish. That's fine. As, well, as, they, as long mean, as I, they know I, what they're getting into, I know what I'm using that toilet for. What, okay. What if it's them fish that are nibbling at your toesies uh, and, and, they, <laughs> and they clean? Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant that they would somehow from the toilet nibble my toes. I think no. no as if no, they no, were. That's the no, type. no, no, no. That's the type. Yeah. But, but I think he is. To, yeah, I think I think he is suggesting that those little some bitches <laughs> majestically leap, so they might nibble upon. <laughs> then, then I'd get a net. I'd get a netting solution. At that point, I that's a that is I, more than how you gonna do your business through a net. I, 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 if fish are such a problem <laughs> that I need to solve this, I'll use a net. I'll use the shower. I'll figure it out. But. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not raw dog in the toilet if there are nibbling fish who can jump out and get my tootsies. Here's, I'm not here, doing that. He just here, here, a here. shower and a net as more acceptable than all right. Here's the problem. Fish here. jumping out and biting your tootsies. Here's the problem. You go into the shower. Uh -huh. Crustaceans. They're coming out everywhere. Yeah, it's a menagerie. He's a regular Dr. Doolittle. Then, uh, yeah, I'd have to move out at that point. At, at that point, that would be over the limit. So somewhere between zero and that. <laughs> That's got to violate the lease, right? Totally. Oh, I'm getting my security deposit back and then some. No, and then you read, and then goes, you read the lease the and it's like, oh, no, I have to be. I have Freshwater to, fish, damn it. It's 45 days after sight of the first fish. <laughs> he, re he reads the lease and it just says, sir, this is a museum. <laughs> I I found I was googling up like birds and you know, the debate in China other birds nowhere and then I saw this link, which I thought was a very peculiar top bird free destinations in 2019. Oh, and thank I'm like, goodness! I'm like that's a very interesting that's a very niche audience of where can I go where there will be no birds at all because I just don't want to see any birds and somebody put that together and then. And it's like, yeah, and it's like the bird control group. Like, okay, before we click further, what what would you suspect bird control group is? Uh, well, well it, I mean, there's uh, there's 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 a couple different flavors of this. Uh, um, I would I would I'm going to start the bidding low, and I'll say that it is a group for which is sympathetic to people who are phobic toward birds. Uh, I'm going to go right. a step farther and say that there's probably. Uh, it's not an irrational fear of birds, but perhaps, uh, for example, our beloved grackles here in Austin, uh, not exactly hygienic. Maybe maybe mm. taking their crusty, disease-covered talons, stomping all over my guac, Ugh. acting like it ain't no big thing. It's movie night, too. Yeah, right? Bryce, uh, what do you think the, ghost, the, 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 the bird control group is? These are probably the government workers who control all the bird drones, right? Because... Birds aren't real. Birds, birds aren't, aren't real. real. Yeah. They're a tool for the bourgeoisie. Yeah. That's my guess. Uh, which I'm beginning to lean more into that theory. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so Bryce, why don't you click on it? Okay, I'm going to go to, we're here too. on the birdcontrolgroup.com. Um, let's see here. Taking a, taking a little while to load. Bird control group. Effective laser bird deterrence as a, <laughs> what? They're shooting lasers <laughs> at the birds? 
So if you have crops or fields and things that you need to be protected uh, from birds, yeah, and they have all kinds of stuff. They have like lasers that scan fields to remove birds, and they have a thing go down there called manual laser bird deterrence. Literally a laser to aim at birds to wow. basically laser. So, so this would, th- 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 this would be a non-lethal way to deter I'd, birds? I'd imagine it'd be easiest, like, uh, if it's AI-controlled, you just got to find how hard can it be to uh, identify bird, <laughs> subheading, identify eyeball of bird, focus, laser on eyeball. Just get them all blinded up and confused. <laughs> Here, they're green lasers, fine. Here's here's like agri laser handheld, accurately deterred birds from any location. Our handheld lasers are highly effective deterring birds directly. You project the laser towards birds; they perceive it as a physical threat and flee immediately. Uh, well, that's cool. I mean, it's I'm for it. Yeah, I, I like. Why does it have a red dot? Okay, the green dot. The green that when your laser is a green dot, then I don't know why you need a red dot on it. Well, to aim it and then fire yeah. your green laser. Just. Fire it as a laser. Well, I mean, you might accidentally hit a pilot. Wow. Uh, well, they even laser. tell you, like, which laser you should get based on how far away your birds are. <laughs> Wait, all right, go get onto our happy customers. I want to see where where they're from. Okay, uh, Maersk, uh, the Air Force of the Netherlands. Wow, Frankfurt Airport. Airport. Uh, yeah. Washington State Parks, a golf course. Wow, these guys are pulling big contracts. Yeah. And that's just yeah, a manual airports. one. You want to see the automatic one? Yeah. The wait, Avix yeah. Autonomic Mark II. Oh, oh wait, 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 no, wait! We're watching we're it. We're seeing yeah. an entire oh wow a whole swell block. of birds. That's a crop. Look at that crop. That's crop. a crop. Oh, birds! Oh. Get away! Like we don't. How do we know it's just not some dude yelling? Because they cut. They show the laser and they cut to a bunch of birds flocking away. Like yeah, okay. You can see it I a little it. bit. It's like, okay, you know what it is? Is I now understand that birds are anti-cats. So you just, wherever you shine the laser, the birds are like, not there. Nope. <laughs> they have a button you can click to say, solve my bird problem. I want Bryce to call them up and say he's worried about birds falling out of his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> what industry do you operate? Let's see, bathroom, bathroom, <laughs> semi-public space. There you go. <laughs> Uh, it's an it's just an exhibition hall, really. Okay. Hey. <laughs> oh well. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. All right. Sorry. It. That was too far. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's revealing. Uh, uh, man, birds. I kind of want to be a farmer now, just for the lasers and drones. Yeah. You want to know what? Uh, I, I I will say this. Uh, if I if I grew up. And and uh, uh, being a farmer was about shooting lasers and running drones. Like, <laughs> can I, I can, feel like can, I'd be into it. And get, yeah, yeah, taking right. out feral hogs. Yep, 30, 50 feral hogs. Thirty to fifty of them. Go click on if you click on the reducing the crop. Uh, there's that they show this. They have an they have an image for Australian horticulture grower reduces bird presence by up to ninety percent. I want you if you can find that image, Bryce. Um, I want you all to look at that because there's something very hysterical about it. Oh, here we go. Our happy growers. There we go. That image, Australian horticulture growth. Look at that image. What do you notice? Uh, <laughs> they've got uh, they, they've got anti-bird technology on the laser so that the birds the, don't stand the on birds the birds don't land on the laser and poop on they it. They put the little spikes on the laser. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> and you got, you know, that wasn't, that's an aftermarket fix because somebody was like, Hey, mate. Uh, <laughs> your birds you are uh, your- standing on your bird gun. <laughs> yeah. Although that makes me wonder if, like, uh, uh, how, would, how would you feel uh, in L.A.? They have those spikes everywhere. How would you feel if instead of those seeing those spikes everywhere, you just saw, you know, a bunch of uh, little targeted, you know, laser uh, some star wars i'm sorry wait I, i'm not familiar with that model can you just repeat that model oh man that it's just uh oh yeah no yeah I, i'm not a fan no no oh. the first one you said i thought i might have been into but but the second one no too oh, yeah, far. i phoned it in too far <laughs> yeah okay i'm just not a big fan of that model per se uh uh, uh i would i think that'd be great I mean, uh, uh, I don't know if like 
you know, in, in a area like, like an airport or, or a train station or something like that, where birds flock because they know that there's going to be food left on the ground, that there's any amount of lasers that could stop them from, from coming in. You need a lot of lasers. It would have to look like, uh, like, like entrapment with Catherine Zeta Jones. It would be great is if they're like infrared or, or ultraviolet or something. So the experience to everybody at Disney World is that they're just hanging around and occasionally a bird bursts into flame oh, next, no. to, next to them, but they never have to see the laser. <laughs> so they're just exploding birds then. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the most bird explodiest place in the world. <laughs> somebody uh, somebody goes to propose in, in, in a photogenic spot, is holding out his hand, and all of a sudden goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now we're looking at a video of them installing. Oh, it's got a solar panel. And so he's got the handheld one here, and... He's throwing it up in a like a where like a warehouse or a quick yeah open where, where where a bunch of birds are are up on a roost and so uh, according to this video which is designed to sell this equipment it looks <laughs> it looks pretty effective huh what other what other animals should we be scaring with lasers well let's just make a list of the ones we shouldn't I mean yeah. all of them just should be on the list of why not. Dressage horses but, can't trust them. Oh yeah, do, 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 do. No. just get it right in the eye. <laughs> Quarterbacks. <laughs> hey, get out! Get out of there! Hey, get out of that end zone. Hey, teenagers hey, in front hey. of convenience stores hanging out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I I'll do that with um uh or not a laser, but if I have like a because I get wasps sometimes out in my on my patio, and if the sun is out, I will use my phone to shine the light at it to scare it away, and it works. Uh, Wait, hold on. So, would you want a little laser gun to to shoot at wasps? Yeah, if it worked, I would absolutely go for it. Because I I buy Guys, a lot. Can of you Google do lasers scare wasps? Okay, do lasers scare? Wasps. Zap their eyes. Um. Let's see here. How powerful a laser would you need to kill an insect? That's not what I want. I just want to scare it. I just want to get it out of here. Hmm. Uh, pretty scary. Maybe you do want to step up, though. Step up to the wasp burning. Get game. to some microwaves instead of lasers. Really, just what if Taco Bell put a laser to scare you from getting into the drive-through? They would lose two to three thousand dollars a year <laughs> <laughs> in revenue. <laughs> I'd go to another Taco Bell. There's like three of them. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm not going to name names, but I was in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Went to go see a show of a magician. Yeah. It's a very successful magician. Mm -hmm. And then got to go to see a tour of said magicians. Amazing, amazing. If you were were, were to describe this magician uh, uh, like a metal, like, (laughs) would it be like steel or, or not going there? So, so favorite thing is, after the show invites a few people, we get to go see this museum and walk around the museum. Mm-hmm. And then I turn around and I see one of his assistants has brought him food and he's eating a Taco Bell burrito and could not have been more my hero. Could not have been more my hero in that moment. I was just, just, you know, see the show, see the museum and watch it. Just chow down on burrito from Taco Bell. And I'm like, this person has, is a billionaire, could do anything they wanted. Yeah. And his thing is like, I want some Taco Bell. And I'm like, if I just, I looked at her. I, I, I will, I will never oh. forget the time that, that, that Andrew and I were, were told that a, a magician who may or may not be the same person, uh, uh, regularly took the 777 flight from Las Vegas to Fort Lauderdale on Spirit Airlines so they could then oh. connect. Here's to, the to secret a, to, a, to, to find to, Spirit. Yeah. We, we we flew Spirit. No, yeah. we flew JSX, but like we flew Spirit to Florida and but you buy, you pay for the big front seat cuz it's like it's the cheapest quote first class ticket you can get for international it's like it's like ah well if you want to fly in our bigger comfier seat that's an extra 40 dollars you know it's like maybe 200 or whatever you're like like yeah okay cool and then you sit up there and you feel like a king because you at least have the best seat on the plane 
that's the key to flying spirit. And also the anger that is building behind you is propelling the plane even faster. <laughs> and so you can yeah, feel exactly. you can feel the hatred and power uh, uh, at, at your at your back. By the way, R.I.P. Spirit Airlines bought by JetBlue a couple days ago. Yeah, so. I. Uh, but this person before. Yeah, before he had his private jet would fly that flight. But, uh, it just made, yeah, it made, I, made me made me so happy. It also, it just yeah. considering what his final destination was, I'm just like salute. That's how you get there. That's how you do it. Yeah, I I uh, I like JetBlue. Like JetBlue, like I'll fly JetBlue if I can get the extended extra legroom there. I'll take that over like business class in some planes because they got the snack thing. Like the JetBlue's got just go up and grab snacks mm-hmm. like anytime. Hmm. It's like you just walk. Oh, I'm gonna get some chips. Like yeah. Go for it. It's chips. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> chips. It's yeah. I'm gonna grab a soda. Like, yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's it's for you. Like, you paid like for some this. popcorn. I'm sorry, we don't have a microwave. Don't worry, we have family size of pre-popped popcorn. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I well, hope there's well, no snakes in there. Uh, uh, yes, Samuel Mr. Jackson. Mr. L. Jackson. Oh, good. No, thank you very much. Ah! Oh no! There was a snake on the dang chip. Doesn't know he calls popcorn kernels chips. That was that was the asylum version of snakes <laughs> on a plane. There's a snake, There's a snake on the dang chip. <laughs> Let's do picks. <laughs> snake on the dang chip. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't. All of kernels. No. Oh. Uh, I had a lot of time to watch things mm. on uh, on these flights. So, uh, look, ain't nobody talked about this more than Brian and our friend Meryl, but I am now a season and a half into the HBO Max original Harley Quinn, and uh, it is it is it is very funny. It is worth your time. Uh, uh, certainly in in the vein of uh, uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, in its kind of like meta commentary and adult humor uh, uh, while trying to to keep the banter fairly realistic uh, with the patina of superheroes as opposed to science fiction. Uh, but I have uh, I've 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 enjoyed it. Nice. Uh, there are two seasons, three seasons. The third just debuted. So uh, if you uh, you've got three seasons uh, to enjoy if you start it. Whenever you started, I uh, haven't started uh, season three, but all of the advertisements for season three are it's us, the couple you didn't see coming and everything is totally great, which tells me that will probably last one episode. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I've yeah, without without getting into spo- we can't really get into spoilers, but uh, uh, I, I I have enjoyed everything uh, uh, thus far and uh, I'm I'm pumped to see where it goes. Uh, I got a pick. Uh, yep. You know what's what's really good and is almost over is uh, one better call Saul. Hey, that show uh, is great. Uh, just in case anyone didn't know, it's almost done. There was only a few more episodes left, and uh, we're getting some answers. We're getting to the end. Are they gonna? They're. I think. Are they gonna call Saul by I, the end? I think they'll. I think they'll call him at the end. Someone Saul's gonna get called. Uh, this this week. There is a turn, a very good turn, a very interesting turn. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I went back and watched that episode a second time just to make sure that I could drink in just how correct my prediction was. It was great. <laughs> I had some correct predictions, too, I think. Well, cash those in at the at the prediction bank, boys. <laughs> you get Having... one snake apiece. <laughs> and complimentary popcorn. Another snake! Have you... Having not made it through the first season, not because I didn't enjoy, I thought it was fantastic, but I think maybe I got in the second season. But uh, the fact that you have a show that's a prequel that sets up one of the most successful shows of all time, that you could still have predictions, that you could still have suspense about what's going to happen and have the idea that maybe it'll turn out differently. It's kind of really awesome. You know, it's the kind of storytelling that makes you very frustrated when there are other gigantic intellectual property libraries for which uh, the prequels are really boring and bad and and just kind of there to show you the fact that they can rebuild a set that you might have seen once mm. yeah you know yeah i wouldn't know when i wouldn't know anything about that but that does sound like a bad doesn't better, sound like a good i call star 
Yes. Better call stars. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of epics. We better call stars. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I did. Uh, I did finish up my read. Uh, I think uh, you guys were out of town, but I mentioned that uh, I reread uh, Christopher Moore's Lamb, uh, which is the uh, the the gospel according to Christ's childhood friend Biff. Uh, it's great. It's um, silly, uh, uh, loving and uh fun and wild uh he learns uh christ uh learns kung fu he becomes an expert in buddhist meditations hmm. he uh travels all over the world uh it's uh, it's great that sounds fun is it like uh uh is it lighthearted? is it um yeah 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 well i mean it, uh, I mean, I uh, it, it covers pretty not, jolly but. not a store not a spoiler but the opening scene is they're in like a, I don't know, like a DoubleTree hotel or whatever, and as if it's the billionth chore he has to do it today, some uh, uh, angel's like, "All right, fine, I resurrected him. Look, you have to, uh, you have the gift of all languages. Here's some uh, paper. Will you just write a gospel?" And uh, and so uh, uh, and along the way, he's uh, uh, trying to figure out like. Well, what do, what do other people think happens? And so he discovers like uh, one of those given by the Gideon books and tries uh, to hide it and find out, you know, it's like, well, what? This isn't right. It's 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 adorable. I liked it a lot. Nice. Andrew. So my pick, I'm going to give you two picks because it's my privilege. Uh, one is I've been watching. I don't know how I found this channel, but that's where my whole China bursting ADV China on YouTube and imagine this guys. What if we got motorcycles? Yeah. We got a comm system uh -huh. to talk to each other and recorded our podcast as we drove around on our motorcycles and had videos, cameras to just videotape everything we saw. Uh, that sounds awesome. However, what we're looking at appears to be two dudes in front of a green screen going the wrong way. Well, the, you're, you're looking at a very recent, video of them oh. after they got kicked out of china oh, talking okay. about their oh, right. oh i see uh, <laughs> so wait, yeah yeah uh, 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 I, in the one sample that i've seen <laughs> i've declared this completely useless out of the 500 videos they've done so this is more like what you see is when they 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 basically go on motorcycles and explore china all the rural parts of china they've done they're in the process of making a document they've made like two documentaries conquering southern china and conquering northern china where they don't ask permission they just drove around there they're you know, they've lived in China for years, but they're Westerners kind of having this very, very interesting sort of experience of them talking about it. They show like some of the kind of the ghost cities there of oh. like and they show like they show this building that's falling apart. And like you see tiles falling off all this. And they're like, hey, how old would you say this building is? And like, yeah, we were here four years ago when this was being built. Oh, wow. my God. So. There's a lot of beautiful things about China. They talk to a lot of like, they'll go to the rural places and talk to somebody, just the nicest person in the world. And just there's so much of it just showing you the side of China you don't normally sort of see and just like how hospitable the people are. And just like, I love China. Like I've been to China. I love China. Not a fan of the CCP, CCP, the Chinese Central Party. The people, the countryside, love that. So yeah. Um, Far be it for me to make such a big statement there. I'm not a fan of, fan of you know, a totalitarian regime. Sure. I'm sure there are great people there in it, too. But anyhow. Um, it's a billion. So it's, it's a neat thing. So, so there's got to be a bunch billion of point three. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So but anyhow, it's, it's just a neat because if you want to see uh, see more about China and sort of see it in through the point of view of something not filtered by the Chinese government. They also talk, they have an episode where they talk about like, yeah, this BBC documentary, Wild China, like we happen to go to the same place where they did there in the, in the, the BBC documentary, they show these people in the morning going out there and digging up clams from the mud. And they said, yeah, we asked the, the kind of the town leader about this. He says, yeah, I can arrange that if you want, but we don't do that. We just, we just paid them to do that for the BBC documentary. Oh my God. Wow. So they are, they just, are very much committed to this kind of guerrilla of, of filmmaking. And, and that, that's such a great idea to release it as as a, as a youtube series yeah and they're they they love they love china love chinese people they're both married to chinese wives so it's it's not a if i sound like i'm very neg i don't i mean it's literally it china is this amazing huge country filled with a billion point so wait did they they got pulled. they got chased out for real like or are they like out of china eventually now yeah i think eventually they got asked to leave i got i don't know the details on that but they're showing this like 
this is a city that's like one of these like completely sort of they, they were just driving along like what's this over here and they pull up there and it's some other city that was constructed including this big huge uh circular sculpture which is a beautiful sculpture it's a big steel sculpture yeah. and it and they they go a little further on, and you see entire blocks are just blockaded off because they just halted, per, you know, they halted, you know, uh, construction. Wow. So. Wow. These are this is amazing, and these are like this is real life. This is not like a movie set or anything. This is just like an just a ghost, a ghost, ghost town. town. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So a- ADV China uh, again. I've been watching their videos and just find it really really interesting just to see that. And it's just they just in two guys driving around motorcycles talking back and forth, and then over here's this. So I think that will be our new format going forward. Yeah. yeah. So I'm my my other pick is I think I may have talked about this before. I know I talked with you, Bryce, a little bit about it, but uh, I there's not a lot of great science fiction. I mean, there's more now than there was before. But sometimes finding shows I really like is hard. And sometimes I'll watch a thing I'm not really be into it. But I might think like, maybe there's more there, and maybe I should kind of go back and revisit it. And I did that with Westworld because I season four started. I watched the first two episodes of Westworld. Season three, I was really season one. I, I've had I've always had this sort of conflicted relation with it. Some things I like, some things I go. Why do they do that? Whatever. I thought, why don't I go back and rewatch Westworld and just sort of just knowing that the problem we had with season one I had was you didn't know the world they were in. We didn't understand what the outside world and the writers understood it. And so you're asking questions like, Oh, is this all real or what's the state of things or whatever? Where do people come from? And to me, that kind of, that, that was too much mystery. I, I, I'm not, but I do find that the idea of the story structure of having the going forwards and backwards made sense with the robots, not so much with the man in black, but it was fine. But like, anyhow, I went back to go rewatch it and rewatch and try to work my way through. And I would say I came away kind of appreciating a lot more of what they were doing about that. Uh, so season one, I actually enjoyed a lot more going through, like I watched it originally then I tried to watch it and I just went back and just finished season one and liked it. And I'm almost way through season two. And so I'd say that I've, I'm becoming to appreciate the story they're trying to tell. Yeah. It, that might also be one of those binge things, right? Where, where, yeah. when, oh, yeah. when you're waiting a week, and and I think there's a natural inclination, especially when you're you're used to kind of breaking down story structure, or assuming or guessing or wondering where things are going to go. And when you have that week in the middle, you're like, like, oh, there's a million places your mind can go that uh, don't exist when it's like next episode in five, four, three, two, bada bang, and now you're just kind of rolling along because. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you have a, a fu- oh well, and like. Even uh, we were we're watching them week by week for spoiler in time, uh, Tom and I are, and uh, it uh, I have found a lot. I, I found it's very helpful to watch the episodes twice, mostly just because uh, they all have, especially lately, they've got good enough arcs where there's something at the end that changes some of the ideas that maybe happened at the beginning, um, and it just makes it easier to follow because there they, it does there's it is trying to do a lot of things and it's got these characters that have these multi season histories. Um, and, and so, uh, yeah, I think even just watching it a second time probably helps. I, I, I would like to go back and, uh, watch those first seasons again, because they're probably good when you know where they're going. And I did in season one, there's the mention of the book, the bicameral mind, which is something that sort of plays into the storyline. So I actually went off to start reading the book and I'm like, Oh, this is actually kind of a really cool, you know, the, 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 the concept of that, which we could probably dive deeper into another episode. We should, but is that the idea of consciousness that our 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 inner voice that we recognize it as our own voice is may be actually extremely recent, something that may have happened between the writing of the Iliad and the Odyssey. Oh wow! Prior to that, that because if you read the Iliad and quote according to to Julian Jaynes, the guy that wrote this, again, it's it's a book that I think is interesting reading. You have to under, he's makes a lot of speculations about things that probably may have other simpler explanations. It was a very interesting idea, but his argument was in the Iliad. People don't have inner thoughts. They have, I felt, you know, they do things because of their loins or their heart or whatever. Everything else is this physical sort of thing. And then he describes how your friend might be actually Apollo guiding your friend to do one thing, but doing something completely contradictory. The next Gods don't really have morality. And he makes a very interesting case that because we, if you look at baboons, 
Like a baboon doesn't go off by himself to go get a drink of water. He waits for the whole group of baboons. And the same with most primates. Primates function as whole units. They don't have individuality like we do in the sense that it's not like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm not really into this whole primate uh, little tribe thing. I'm going to go off and go do my own thing. It just doesn't happen. Humans, wildly more variable. But his argument sort of stems from the idea that as we evolved language, that we perhaps our subconscious is a way to control us and to get us to do things we needed to do that were sort of in supportive of that group behavior is that, you know, you might be, maybe you have to operate a net upstream and you need this voice to tell you, don't wander off, keep fishing. And you might hear that as the chieftain's voice or the head, you know, the alpha, whatever, telling you, stay here, don't leave, keep here. And so it's a very interesting thing. And that's, you know, Westworld sort of deals with that, like, because they hear the voices. And that's sort of the idea of the th the premise that Jonathan and Lisa Joy were going towards was, you know, the idea of the, the realization that, you break down the bicameral mind and you have the emergence of consciousness when you realize like, oh, that's my voice or this is me guiding this. And that's because you have these robots guided by these voices telling them to do things. And so yeah. it was sort of neat to sort of read it and kind of get deeper into that. Nice. Cool. So, there you go. Yeah. It's been weird. The Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>